Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the slow chemical, and this is the end of our blacklist series. And I actually know when I'm gonna put this out and I'm gonna announce it uh whenever i choose to <laughs> but um yeah i'm gonna actually do part seven and part eight season seven season eight together because it kind because because of how it was infect, uh, affected by the COVID 19 pandemic i felt it'd be better to do that plus we had to end up some story arcs and as of this recording even before you hear this i'm pretty sure i, I don't know when blacklist season nine will hit netflix I'm assuming sometime in the fall, but that's probably when I'm going to watch it anyway. Um, like I said, the, from the ver from the first, like, things I've read, I have not, I'm not interested and I'm scared to actually watch it because it will ruin the show for me. But I actually had some, I, I thought, <clears throat> I, was having a con I was having a conversation with somebody, a former boss, and he brought up a good point. I never thought of it like this. He said, most shows, if you think about it, most people have... The, the, the original showrunners and the original writers have usually three to four seasons worth of stuff where they know this is the this is this particular story arc. They don't have anything beyond that. And I say, you know, that's kind of true. You kind of go into these things, especially as a writer. Hey, what is the story arc for this and this and this, right? And I feel like a lot of times when you have things that you that just keep going and keep going, you lose what you were originally going to do and you, you have to keep adding to the legend or adding to the story. And I feel like, and we're going to get to this in a second, but I feel like the person who got killed, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, supposedly, <clears throat> I feel like the story arc wasn't over yet. You know? And that's probably for a reason. Well, anyways, and also I will say this, like, apparently, and I, I didn't know this until maybe a couple of years ago, like, I didn't know that when you do a, a season or a TV show, sitcom, and once you get to season five, season six, that's when people have to start renewing their contracts, right? I didn't realize that most people sign on, if they're a series regular, for about five seasons, even though there's probably a good chance it's not going to go five seasons. But they go for five seasons, and then it comes a time where you have to start renewing people. And then people feel like, they, hey, I'm I'm worth this much to the show, and yada dee, yada da, whatever. <clears throat> and so I could see how, and I remember reading, I remember all over the place, but it's all connected. So follow me on this journey. So I remember reading a, uh, it was an article, it was, a, it was an interview from Patrick Dempsey. He was the guy who played McDreamy, I think that's the name is. That wasn't his actual name, but that's what he was because he was like the highest man in America. Close to miracles again, um, on Grey's Anatomy. I remember reading it, and and the only reason I read it, it's funny because <clears throat> my aunt used to work for not Victoria's Secret. What is that company? You drive around in a pink car if you sell enough. What is that? Let me look at. My friend was looking at right now. Effort. We're on the air. Who cares, right? Um. 
Uh, let's see. What is the company? Google can never be wrong, right? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, let's see. Mary Kay. She used to work for Mary Kay. And so she had bought me some, uh, uh, what's it called? Women have perfume, men have cologne. So she bought me some of his cologne and smell fantastic. I always got compliments on it. I don't even know the name of it, none of that stuff, but it was, it, it, it literally would make women be like, that smells good. Like literally women would come in just to smell me, right? It got me a lot. I'm not even going to lie because I'm not charming. It got me a lot of sex. Anyways, um, and I remember I was like, wow, you know, whatever. I remember I just saw him and I remember I just was like, I just was bored, I guess. But I remember reading this article. I had to be at the dermatologist or something, but I remember I was sitting somewhere. It wasn't in the house. I saw this article and I read it. And he made a good comment. He was like, hey, man, this is after he left the show. And he said, hey, man, I had to leave the show. He was like, financially, it's rewarding. I'm making over a million dollars an episode. However, it's time consuming. You're filming nine, sometimes ten months out of the year. Depending on if someone quits the show, someone gets fired, like you're filling in those gaps. And... I remember saying to myself, wow, that is a, like, let's say if you do 24 episodes, you're making 24 million, but, like, you have no time to spend it, you know, because you're always doing premieres, interviews, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember him saying that. And so it's kind of, when I watch sitcoms, I keep that in mind. That's why sometimes it's so hard to get invested in sitcoms because, like, they don't, people don't want to get typecasted or people just get rich and say, F it, I'm just going to retire or whatever. Which is cool. It's their prerogative. It's just one of those things you have to be careful of. Even with movies, like what Chris Evans said, you do blockbuster movies all the time. It's it takes a toll, you know. And even then, you could go the whole well, well, poor you, you're making money. I get that. Well, anyways, I feel like with this show, the showrunner left, one of the main characters left. And I feel like I don't think they're gonna give us the proper ending. I just I just watched this show. I'm all over the place. I know. It's on Apple TV called Apple Plus, not Apple TV, it's Apple Plus, and it's called Suspicion. I liked it because I didn't know what in the blue hell was going on, but the end was so bad. When I mean bad, it was horrifically bad. Like, terribly bad. And someone's kind of like, wow, what a great show until the fucking end. I feel like that's what's going to happen here. <laughs> so let's get right to it. So season seven... Remember, at the end of season six, we see Red in Paris. He gets kidnapped after uh, Katarina Rostova kisses him. And all of a sudden, we start with uh, season seven, where now they can't find Red. He's abducted, whatever. Well, we we get to know the mom pretty fast. We get to know uh, Megan Boone's character. What's her, what's her name? Megan Boone's. Oh, God. I hate when I do this to myself. Let's see. <clears throat> Elizabeth King. We get to know her mom really well, really fast. Like, there was no hiding this. There was no, um, uh, putting it off. Like, they went right into it. So you realize that Katarina is pissed at Red. Because she feels like the cleaner did that Red put her in danger by, you know, showing up at her doorstep, essentially. We still don't know who Red is. 
and why he's um and why he's like uh <clears throat> and why he came back like we just don't know right but we know that Karina feels like he set her up and like she's like has she has him she's torturing him and like he eventually escapes um and he goes on the run and he ends up, he ends up being found well then we see as the season progresses Katarina like becomes the next door neighbor of Elizabeth Keene under the guise of a different person. Elizabeth just had, has no clue this is her mom. So they still don't know who Red is themselves. They know he's not Raymond Reddington, but they don't know who he is because he essentially took over Raymond Reddington's legacy, his 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 his, his empire, you know. As we go on through the out the season, it's eventually figured out that hey, this is who this is. I think it's a Rom who figures it out. And so Elizabeth confronts her. And the entire time you uh Karina has this uh um confidant who's telling her she can't be trusted. She won't take your side, you know. She doesn't know. And at one point cuz this this entire season is a war between Red and her and Katarina. And so at one point in time she just outsmarts Red, and, and Red just when I, I tell you now, the last two seasons between season six and season seven, you see the desperate side of Red to where he slips because he's not this. He, he's he's smarter than all this. Like he sees the cleaners pick up Katarina's body and they drive off, and this happens in the middle of the season. My first thought was, she's not dead, Red. You know she's not dead. Like why are you like it was just just really strange, right? But you see the desperate side. You see he never left that desperate mentality. I did like that part as a part of the writing because to me, I felt like that should not just come come click in and click off. I feel like when you're in desperate mode, and we've all been there at some point in time, or enough of us have at least, including myself, where I, you, you still have that desperate mentality or that paranoid mentality, it makes you slip. It takes you having to get back on your game and really sit back and be like, hmm, okay, all right, cool. You know, it takes that. You know, and so it's one of those situations where it's just one of those things, right? So she is out, she's just outdoing him every chance. Finally, Katarina <clears throat> um, says to Elizabeth, hey, you have to make a decision. And like the last part of the season, you really have this decision coming on between Elizabeth, who she's going to choose, Red or Katarina. Red's lied to her so many times. Katarina's a liar too, but like it's her mom. And this is when COVID impacted the season. So I think I think it was like a season of like 18, supposed to go 23. Well, the very last episode was actually pretty dope. So I remember I didn't know anything about this, right? So I'm watching season six, seven, excuse me. And all of a sudden, you have this live action version of her talking to herself, Elizabeth. Then it cuts to a, a bunch of the cast members who are talking and saying, hey, her next line was supposed to be this. But due to COVID-19 and this, we couldn't finish it. So they did like half the season that was filmed was live action. The other half was animation, which was pretty fucking dope, actually. And so what ended up happening was at the end of the season, you see her kind of standing on his rooftop, Elizabeth. And she says, she's my mother. I have to choose her. And one thing that the producers promised going into season eight was it was going to start with a bang because of how it ended. It wasn't supposed to end that way, obviously. So apparently season eight, excuse me, season seven was, was, was supposed to end with Red killing Katarina. Now, before this, and we're going to get to all this in a second, 
Um, Elizabeth tells Red, hey, you killed my mom. You and I are done, right? She said it before, but this time it's different, obviously. So anyways, you, you, we cut to season eight, where that's when they have that conversation, where it's like, it's clear they're going to kill each other. It, one's going to kill the other, right? Because Katarina's not backing down, and Red wants to back down to preserve his relationship with Elizabeth, but he knows he backs down, she's just going to kill him in Dembe. So it's like one of those things where Red's like, I can't back down. Even Dembe says this. Even Dembe's like, well, you can't kill her, but it's like, you shouldn't, but you you have to. And eventually Dembe says, no, you just, you just can't do it. You just have to, just, this is something, this might be your fate, right? So uh, it's not the first episode, but it's like the second episode where Katarina gets tricked. Finally, you see Red becoming Red again. You see that, that everything kind of clicking for him, right? And you finally see it. And, and so she's saying, and right before she dies, Katarina says, she'll never forgive you if you do this. And he kills her. And then he takes off. They, they clean up. They clean her. And Liz sees all this. And so the, now season eight is about her redemption and her fighting. So now it's literally her versus Red. She literally breaks every rule. She, she, she She's no longer an FBI agent. She kills a bunch of people in her wake. She goes full-blown crazy. It reminds me of Jack Bauer at season eight when after they kill uh, Renee Young. No, that's not Renee Young. Renee something. Her name was Renee. And it was the first time you actually seen, like, it was after a huge loss. And I remember, I, I remember usually in 24, you see the kills coming, right? I mean, maybe I should, I should do a retrospective on 24. But there was twice, in my opinion, from my perspective, I didn't see the kills coming. Once was David Palmer in the beginning of season five. It just came out of nowhere. This was the second time where a killing happened, and I was like, what, wait? And you and, and yes, yeah, yeah, David Palmer was co- covered very much better, but this one just came out of the blue, but it set Jack Baroff on his journey to finally lose all his shit and say, fuck this country, I'm going to fucking war, right? That's essentially what she did. This is like the, the, this entire season, wrecking havoc and everything. Now, she never, in my opinion, got too much of an upper hand on Red, because Red was already on his guard, and, and now she's on, and now she's alone. She's tricked everybody. She tricked Rustler. Like they, she had, she, she had sex with him, because then it turns out he was in love with her, which I guess made sense for reasons. You know, Rama always had a soft spot for. Her. So like she really had less and less help as the season went on. Finally, Red had pre- had presented her this uh, option. He said, "Hey, it's time for me to die. And since you can't come back to the states." And since you can't, um, uh, what's what's the terminology I'm looking for? Since you can't look back, you might as well look forward. You have a daughter. You can take over my empire, but you have to be the one to pull the trigger. Once the underworld knows you're the one that killed me, they will respect you. So he takes her on this journey of, like, answering a bunch of her questions. So a lot of her questions are answered. And so... The one question that doesn't get answered is, and this is the exact uh, words, uh, she says, how come I can't know who you are? He looked there and said, because if you knew who I was, you would never kill me. So I don't know who the fuck, we know he's not the father, but who is he? Who the fuck is he? You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's I, that's why I didn't feel like this story arc was over. 
because I'm sitting back, I'm kind of like, man, like, wh- what, what exactly can you be to her then? You know, like, you're not her grandfather, obviously. We've already known her grandfather passed away because he passed away in season seven, thanks to Katarina. Because he, because something I didn't bring up, bring up, I guess it just happened right now. Turns out the grandfather, Katarina's father, Liz's grandfather, set her up because she, he, she, she, she wouldn't listen. He said, stay, stay back, don't do this. And she refused to listen. So he didn't, so he did what he had to do, which is, he's still a piece of shit, but you know. So anyways, um, so that's still the biggest mystery. So now they set up to where he's going to have one last dinner with some friends, and then he's going to walk out, and Dembe's asking him not to do it. Wrestler figures it out. They try to all stop her before she kills Red and takes over his empire. But the thing I... I appreciate them trying to save her air quote soul because everyone has had their soul fucking saved nowadays. But she was already gone. She was never going to be an FBI agent again. They already pulled that trick one time where she killed somebody. Then he gave her her badge back, which is highly fucking unlikely, right? But they've already done that before. Like, she did so much dirt. It's just, And that's why I did like what they did with, with Jack Bauer. When he talked to Chloe and said, hey, don't let them take my use my family against me. Protect them, right? Like, legitimately, that's all, this, this, this is the only way she could protect her and Agnes, her daughter, was to do this. So as he's coming out of the, the, the cafe, he's completely unprotected. And as Liz is going, she hesitates to kill him. All of a sudden, a guy who they didn't finish off in the previous episode comes to kill both of them. He ends up shooting Liz. And then Red kills him. And then... Like she she dies, Dembe's like no red we have to fucking go. Cops are here. This plan didn't work. We gotta fucking go. They leave. Next thing you know, wrestler and the rest of the team find Liz. She's dead. Um, so some people may say her story ended right there. I don't feel it, if it did end. You know what? Look, it was announced like I think months before the show they had a season finale of season eight that she was leaving the show with the with the showrunner. However, I feel like that is a terrible end to the story arc, and I feel like I, I, I think she's dead. Obviously, I don't feel like, the same way. Like, I don't feel about her like I feel about Ghost. I feel like you you have room for Ghost because that was Ghost's character. Ghost had Ghost's run had to end in the original power because he had so many enemies at that point to where I think him as a businessman and as a hustler, as a street guy, he had to disappear. Cause he was like, you know what? It's just too fucking much. Like when he when he when he couldn't convince Tommy and don't get me wrong, Ghost was a terrible human being. However, I think by the end he realized none of this is even worth it. All my ambition, no one, no one wants to come with me on this journey. It's only me. I feel like that ended that story arc for those characters around Ghost's world. Here, I felt like those two had a story arc and the fact that they, the writers allowed themselves to write themselves into that hole, now we may never know who he is. I think she's dead, unfortunately, so I don't think we'll ever find out who he is. Now, if the original showrunner comes back for the final season, whenever that may be, we will get the ending that we're supposed to, that we're supposed to know. We will get that story. But it's kind of like, for as annoying as Liz can be sometimes with the... Answer my questions and ma ha ha, I'm gonna go. Uh. It was a part of the story. 
Like you want to know why was Red so keen on this, but he was the only one with the exception of Dembe. Everyone else in his inner circle or formerly in his, in his inner circle, they's had to kill or kill themselves. Disagree with his move. Reason for that. So, anyways, I thought I would do both together to end this series. I actually I know when it's gonna officially come out. I'm looking forward to putting it out there and getting your feedback. However, um, I think this is if this is the official end of the story arc between these two characters, I think they did a masterful job. I think John Buchenkamp, that's his name, I believe I pronounced that right correctly. Um, I believe he did a masterful job fucking um putting these pieces together. And the acting was amazing and I loved every second of it, so uh, thank you guys for going on me, going on this journey with me. We may do something, something like this again. I'm looking forward to it. So, I am the slow chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and I am out.